Welcome to the future of eye care. On today's episode, I have the opportunity to sit down with JC Fierre, the president and CEO of Optimed. Welcome, JC. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Bob. No, for sure. You know, we're really excited to chat with you about what's going on at Optimed. Uh, we have some some mutual acquaintances that that work with you on the team there. So, you know, I'm, I'm really kind of curious just to just to dig in. I mean, I was looking at your background and, and you started in eye care around the same time I did in 2007. Do you mind sharing your experience? Uh, in yeah, 2000, 2007, that's correct. Uh, I actually moved from uh, Orange County to the Bay Area in 2007. So I was looking for a new opportunity in medical device. And then I found this little company uh, called Clarity Medical in Pleasanton, which is East Bay in the Bay Area, about 45 minutes from San Francisco. And um, they had only one product, one camera to image the retina of newborns. And the main focus was, you know, to document and monitor disease called retinopathy of prematurity, which is an eye blinding uh, disease uh, for these newborns. So it's uh, very important to have a timing in terms of monitoring the disease, but also the treatment. And uh, so I started working with them uh, in 2007 and it lasted all the way to 2017 uh, when the company was acquired by another company based in Pleasanton called Natus Medical. Uh, not very well known in eye care because they're mostly focusing on on baby care, um, you know, hearing screening, uh, brain monitoring, and they wanted to add the uh, segment of the eye into their portfolio. So, uh, Clarity Medical at the time was trying to develop also another product in uh, refractor uh, refracting uh, application. So they decided to basically package the. Uh, the RedCam uh, product for retina imaging uh, to, to Natus. So that's how I came into the industry. That's great. It's, it's a small world. I, I have a number of uh, friends and colleagues, I think, that worked with you in the past as well at, at both of those two companies. So it's just, <laughs> really? it's just kind of funny how small world it is. So, I mean, I saw that you were a CEO of two different companies now. I thought maybe you could share some leadership experience in terms of what you found in terms of being, you know, a relatively recent CEO of of two different companies and and anything that's worked for you? Yeah, no, very, very new into the uh, position of CEO for sure. Um, What I'm trying to do really, it's, you know, the title is one thing, but uh, what I'm trying to do is act normally uh, and not being too wrapped up into the title. And um, what I've done over the past in my different experiences, you know, with businesses is really to, to lead uh, by example. Uh, I, like, I like to, you know, give directions and uh, advise some of my team members on, you know, areas where I think I have a, a certain knowledge, but also an experience. So uh, it's one thing to, you know, give a vision and uh, give leadership to, to the team, but you have to also show that you understand, you know, what you're trying to achieve uh, as a team. So vision and really uh, leading by example is for me uh, the foundation for, for my management. And uh, uh, coupled with that is really the ability to listen. Uh, you know, we, we're in sales, uh, basically in sales and marketing, and uh, we're selling a technology, but we learn with our customers that we need to listen more than you know talking, because in the end they will give you the solution. They will lead you 
to what what is needed you know with your technology and how you can apply it to to make a difference and i i do the same thing basically with my employees so anybody has to have a voice and uh everybody has a different angle of looking at a you know a challenge for example and uh you need to listen to them and and being genuine in terms of incorporating their their feedback into a, a possible solution so that's what i i try to do on a regular basis that's great empathy is something that is uh, really being talked about on linkedin a lot by some of the, the thought leaders in in our in our world in sales and marketing so it's it's great to hear your leadership style as well in terms of what you're doing now do you mind sharing a little bit more about about what optimed is and and, and what what you're yeah. doing so optimed is you know it's been in the industry of eye care for quite some time now actually uh, for the past 15 years this company based in hulu uh, finland uh, created from scratch basically a portable camera so their leadership in that segment of the industry is really um, resonated with you know multiple markets around the world they're they're really distributing over 60 countries and uh, they went public at the end of 2019 you know, the nasdaq in the nordic uh, nordic nasdaq and one of the main focus for their, you know, their company to go public was really to come to the U.S. Uh, and uh, basically open Optomed USA, which is the uh, 100% uh, wholly owned uh, sub, you know, division of uh, Optomed uh, Finland. So that's, that's where I started with the company in the middle of the pandemic in April 2020, right in the middle. So uh, talking about adapting and... Uh, having a different view on, you know, how to reach out to your customers and promote your name. Uh, you know, in some, in some instances, obviously Optomed is not well known in the U.S. And the main reason is because originally the company decided to go through OEM partners, white labels in the U.S. And they started selling through bulk, for example, then partnered with Zeiss and then uh, finally partnered with Topcon. So, when you see the portable camera through these uh, different brands, it's basically Optimate product. And that's very interesting. And, and Optimate, I see it as a, you know, just to keep it humble and in terms of size, but I see it as a, a small Nokia in the eye care uh, business and having the ability to provide the best hardware solutions and then really partner with strategic partners in different areas of the market to, to make a difference. Um, it's always very important for any company, I, I believe, to try to really focus on what they do best and then have partnerships, strategic partnerships with other companies to achieve ultimately what the customer wants. And tr trying to do everything for every customer is sometimes maybe a, a little bit more um, you know, risky and, uh, and, and hard to achieve. As soon as I heard about what you were doing, I thought there was a natural fit with with potentially some of my mutual customer base. So we're evaluating the the handheld the the yep. aura. Do you mind sharing a little bit about that handheld aura? Yeah, the handheld aura is basically the latest version of this um, portable platform. It has basically uh, enhanced software so, uh, solutions to bring uh, artificial intelligence ultimately into the camera. We uh, are currently uh, going through two clinical trials in the US to work with uh, AI partners. So when I talk about strategic partners, 
uh, AI partners are also strategic partners for us. We decided, or the company decided from the very beginning that, for example, in AI, uh, we were not able to, you know, create our own platforms. And the best route for us, the best approach to the market was really to partner with, um, you know, several of these uh, AI platforms to be able to deliver the best to the customer, but ultimately to remain long-term partners with, uh, with the most, uh, you know, highly performing uh, uh, algorithms in this market. So, um, the, the device itself can take amazing, Im, you know, retina images by itself, but now coupled with uh, AI, I think we'll be able to provide customers with multiple solutions and, uh, and having the ability to assess, you know, large uh, populations to screen them first, identify the disease and have now the uh, professionals to care for these patients, basically. Sure, I, I think the, the portability of the device along with the quality of the imaging is something that given where we're kind of headed right now, right with the pandemic and, uh, and as well as just the future of access to care, I think that portability uh, gives a lot of providers some flexibility, maybe if they wanna open multiple locations or if they wanna do in-service or things like that. I, I think there's, there's a lot of flexibility with, with that portable option. Just out of curiosity, um, what, what do you see for the future of eye care when it doesn't necessarily have to be what you are doing or what I'm doing? Um, it, it could be anything within optical or, or, you know, ophthalmology. Is there anything in particular that's caught your eye that you think um, is, is pr particularly interesting for the future of eye care? Well, for me, uh, as I mentioned, uh, artificial intelligence is, is new to me. And, and one aspect of you know, my interest in Optomed early on was that they were already talking about partnering with some of these uh, AI platforms. And it's really um, looking at the retina as a window to you know, the brain. And uh, this is the mapping to potentially uh, diagnose and monitor some potential uh, neurologic uh, abnormalities and disease. And uh, I think now it's just the beginning. We're working on diabetic retinopathy screening. Uh, we're trying to educate ourselves to learn more as a, as a group. Uh, I'm talking about healthcare professionals, uh, the, the customers, our partners, and uh, trying to, to see how we can better integrate artificial intelligence in the workflow of everyday uh, professionals in, in eye care and uh, healthcare at, at large. So for me, this is really the area of uh, the most potential and excitement for us in the future is not only we're working with diabetic retinopathy right now at this time, but also tomorrow, the ability to really look at uh, the retina as a biomarker for additional uh, neural uh, uh, disease uh, that can be monitored and, uh, and cared for early on. And early prevention is really something that we, you know, we focus on obviously to, to um, basically, uh, you know, really go after the patients that have the, the most exposure to potential disease. Yeah, I think it's really interesting what you were saying. We have some experience with the, with the AI on our side as well. And I think right now in eye care, a lot of the doctors that I speak to are, are kind of like, ah, so what? I can already detect diabetic retinopathy. But, you know, the things that we're, that we're seeing or that we know is, are coming are, you know, for example, like, you know, hypertensives, 
you know, there, there are hypertensive markers, there are stroke markers, and then there's a whole other host of things that I don't think we've even discovered yet. Could be Alzheimer's markers that I know some companies were working on a long time ago, not with AI, but just with um, Drusen deposits. So I, I think that there's a lot of places yep. that, um, that just medicine in general will benefit, not necessarily eye care. So I think, I think you're right on that. I think AI is going to really open up a, a whole new umbrella, but it's always funny to see how, how the, um, the current state always kind of rejects, the masses kind of reject what you have because they say, well, I can already do it. But it's, it's what's coming behind it that I think is really fascinating. Yeah, and I think this is, uh, this is important for, I think, doctors to understand at large that AI is not definitely not uh, there to, to replace, uh, you know, the, the knowledge, the human knowledge, uh, the educations. Um, it's really there to facilitate the workflow, the movement of these patients, you know, from early detection to care and then, and then treatment. And in some instances, for me, I see AI uh, as a fa facilitator to really bring the doctors back closer to the patient, having more time to spend with the patient, focusing on the disease and the solutions, rather than just spending their time on you know, managing the early detection and documentation of the, the disease. In, in essence, you know, the doctor is at some point shouldn't have to think about, okay, how do we take this image of the retina? Is it, is it the right approach? Uh, do we need to dilate this patient? They should really bypass all that and just focus on the patient and, and the disease and really work closely with them as partners to, to find solutions for them. So I think that's, uh, it's very exciting for the future. And uh, I hope that uh, I will see more of these AI applications before I retire for sure. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Well, I, I certainly appreciate your insight. It was it was definitely interesting to hear about what's going on at Optimed. You know, I, I look forward to uh, to possibly working with you as well as a as a channel partner with what we're doing. So so certainly excited to see the growth that that Optimed's going to have uh, in, in the U.S. Thank you, thank you, Bob, for the opportunity to talk to you today. Sir, sure, have a great week. Take care. Bye.